time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. This is the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt with you this week alongside, as always, Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant, founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, serving you in Greensboro and the surrounding areas. GreensboroRetirement.com, the place to go online for great information about Glenn and his team. And you can always call 336 291 3535. If you have questions or want to set up a time to meet, Glenn, thanks for being here this week. I hope you're doing great. I am, Walter. I hope you are. Fantastic. And we've got a great topic on this week's podcast. We're going to be talking about Social Security. And this is an important topic for anybody who has been considering Social Security to be their main component of their retirement and financial plan. We'll delve into that if that has been the case. Uh, Might raise some eyebrows a little bit here coming up in a moment. Also, even if you have other retirement income sources planned for retirement, how does Social Security fit into that plan? So we're going to kind of delve into this. And I know that before we even talk about how to take Social Security or some of the ins and outs of the, the program, Glenn, a lot of people are just starting here these days. And that's wondering whether or not the Social Security system is going to be stable. Is it going to be around for a while? And as you know, a registered financial consultant and somebody who is helping put together plans for people every single day, do you share those kinds of concerns? Well, you know, here's the thing, Walter. You know, Social Security is, is part of our country, basically. I mean, everybody who has ever worked has put money into the Social Security system. So it's, it's kind of like you can't unscramble scrambled eggs, and it's, and it's going to be part of, of our system going forward. There's no doubt that it's going to change, and, and it has changed in the past. It's certainly not the same program that, uh, that started off in the 1930s. And we look back, you know, when Ronald Reagan was president and Tip O'Neill was the Speaker of the House, they came to a grand bargain and uh, extended the life of Social Security. And the same thing happened in the 90s with uh, Bill Clinton and Newt Gingrich. And it's kind of upon us again as, this, as uh, folks, you know, more and more people are moving to retirement and the baby boomers are retiring and becoming uh, part of the folks who, who receive Social Security benefits. You know, every few years or every, every decade, every couple decades, there's going to always need to be tweaks to the system in order to make it last. But it's really a situation where it's unlikely that, that it's going to go away because, you know, like I say, how do you unscramble scrambled eggs? We're, we're, in, a, we're in a situation where, you know, everybody who's ever worked has put money into it. And, and it's, you know, how do you move away from that as a society? And the reality is, is that, uh, that we, it's been there and, and it's coming up on 100 years now in the next uh, decade or so. And, uh, you know, it's largely doing what it's supposed to do. There are concerns, but at the same time, we, um, our politicians, when they need to and they have to, they, they typically you know, will come in and they will make the fixes that then make the hard decisions that need to be made. You know, albeit it takes them a while to get there for sure. But, you know, it, ultimately they know that the folks who vote the most are people who are the baby boomers and the seniors, and they know they've got to fix the, the problems when they, when they arise. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not going to disappear like a lot of doomsdayers are sort of uh, predicting, but uh, don't be surprised if there are changes down the road. And I think that sounds like some sage guidance. Do you find that most people want to, as we get in sort of the nitty-gritty details of Social Security, do, they, do you find that people want to just start it as soon as they can when they get to 62? Or do people kind of see that benefit of waiting a little bit and, you know, getting a, a bigger payout, a larger payout? 
Well, that's such an interesting question, Walter, because it really depends. I get folks on both sides of the spectrum. You know, some folks understand that, you know, if they can delay, they're going to get bigger checks. And for, you know, for, you know, if, and if they're going to live a, an average life expectancy or beyond, a lot of times that's going to be beneficial. At the same time, I also get folks who say, hey, I'm going to be retiring and I'm planning to or I need to take it, you know, at, at 62 or earlier. And some folks, you know, come in and they and they actually could delay, but they're not they're not completely understanding what the benefits are and how they would work. And so that's where we get into a little bit of a conversation. And it's always depends on the particular case. You know, if we have a married couple versus somebody who's single or somebody who's divorced or somebody who's widowed, you know, that there's going to be all different scenarios that as to what's going to be the right thing and when. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, you know, it sounds good. Take that money right when you can, but uh, it's going to vary on your particular situation. That's something you need to think about. Can you explain some of the changes uh, that have happened to Social Security? You were talking about how it's going to be, you know, reshaped on a grander scale uh, like it has many times in history and will probably be again in the future. But there were some particular changes that happened in the last oh, six months or so with Social Security. Can you recap that for those who may have missed it in the news? Right. Well, I mean, in essence, what, what happened was is um, back in November of last year, in 2015, we had a um, we had a situation where the you know, there was a, there was a big budget bill that um, Social Security ended up becoming part of, and there was some of the strategies were changed a little bit. And so the the thing that comes to mind are uh, I don't know if f- some folks are familiar with the terms. Uh, of um, file and suspend and restricted application, and some of those strategies have you know are being phased out. Some folks are are still eligible for parts of them. There was the ability to file and suspend your benefits that ended in large part at the end of uh, at the end of April this year. And and what that simply means is is to being able to file and suspend would be. Why would somebody want to file for their benefits and then suspend them? And the answer was is that in doing that under the old set of rules, they were able to to suspend their benefit and let their let their let their benefits grow. But the fact that they filed opened the door for their spouse to be able to collect a spousal benefit in certain cases. And so the government is kind of closing some of those loopholes down. And some of them are a little bit still open. Some of them have closed. And over the next few years, you know, those uh, all those loopholes are going to be closing. But really, you know, you, to to find out if it if it affects you or if you have some planning opportunities, it would be a good idea to really sit down and and discuss, you know, with me or somebody else who understands how how the system works and what opportunities are there. And frankly, to be able to take your particular information and, and plug it into software that uh, that gives us the ability to give us what if scenarios. We can look at taking it early versus taking it late, and what strategies strategies are available and uh, you know when is the right time frame based on your set of facts. Well, I know it's going to be different for everybody, Glenn, but maybe to put a bow on uh, on this conversation about Social Security, since you started to go down that road, and we know that Social Security is not really going to be enough for anybody to live on if they have any sort of means of, of you know, a decent lifestyle uh, or a goal of that in retirement. So how do you structure portfolios to create reliable income to not replace Social Security, but I guess to complement it? Well, again, it really depends on the particular scenario that we're that we're looking at because I meet with folks, and sometimes a couple might have uh, one or possibly even two pensions, and so they know that that income is going to come in for life. 
On the other side of the coin is we might have folks that don't have any pensions, or maybe one spouse has a pension and the other one doesn't. And then it comes into play as to whether or not they have retirement accounts or other accounts, or whether they're expecting a, an inheritance. So really what we do is we try to take stock and find out exactly, well, what's there? What are the resources and the accounts that we have available to build a, an overall retirement income plan? And then little by little, we, you know, we determine, okay, which account makes the most sense to utilize first, and then what's next, and how do we structure that? And, and it's going to be different for, for everybody, uh, you know, because like I say, everybody's situation is different and everybody is is in a different place as far as emotions and 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 what they what they really desire and what they want their retirement to be like i've met with a number of folks who basically have the same overall amount of money saved and potentially the same amount of social security or at least very close but oftentimes it's a very very different uh, plan for one couple versus another couple because they don't look at life the same and they don't look at retirement the same and they have different goals and concerns. And you know, Glenn, I know that often Social Security, I mean, we're just scratching the surface here and it's often helpful to get a full analysis of your plan or I know that you teach educational workshops and courses throughout the Greensboro area and from time to time Social Security is one of the main topics of those uh, meetings and and get-togethers. Tell us about some of the other education opportunities you offer on Social Security and how people might be able to get plugged in. Well, Walter, um, what we do is, is um, you know, oftentimes we'll do workshops at the libraries or, and um, in different places around town. You know, sometimes at the, at the local colleges, and we spend some time. You know, typically if we're doing a, a workshop that's in an evening, it might be you know forty-five minutes to an hour. But we discuss different things that are that are. Uh, part of Social Security and part of making those decisions, you know, what the tax implications are in retirement, you know, with Social Security versus, versus um, you know, the other retirement income that you might have. And then we, we always give folks the opportunity to do an analysis, you know, where we can literally plug their information in to the, um, to the software. And uh, it gives us, uh, you know, an opportunity to really to get, a, to get an insight as to what's going to work best for them in their particular situation. You know, whether or not uh, to take early or to take late. And sometimes it's a situation where, where both folks are going to delay. And, and then sometimes it's a situation where one might take early and the other one might delay. It really, you know, it gives us the opportunity to, to get information out to the general public and, uh, and let folks know, you know, what uh, options are there and then, and then to, really, to really take some time and look at their own situations if they want to. And here's what you should do if you want to come in and uh, have a one-on-one meeting with Glenn and his team, or if you want to find out about how you can attend an upcoming workshop or course, uh, especially on Social Security, a couple around the corner. You can find out all the details by dialing 336-291-3535. Again, that's 336-291-3535. And there's always more information online at GreensboroRetirement.com. That's GreensboroRetirement.com. Or again, call 336-291-3535. We'll talk to you on the next Retirement Roadmap Podcast. 